0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technicia.
2: A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated.
1: And now, here's your host, Technicia.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. Today is May the 28th, 2014. And you are tuning into to another episode of the Bright Side with Technicia. And I hope everyone is having a blissful, blissful day today. Um, let's give our honor and respect to Maya Angelou. She was a prolific American author, poet, and civil rights activist. And she has died today at the age of 86. And she will be remembered deeply. At the moment, I will hit you with some soft tunes, and I'll be right back after this.
1: Clap your hands right here.
3: Come
1: on. My God reigns. My God reigns. Our God reigns.
3: Our God reigns. Lord, you reign above every, every name. Yeah.
1: Sing my God, my God reigns. Sing our God reigns, y'all. Our God reigns. Sing, Lord, Lord you reign above every name. Come on, say with power and majesty. Power Dominion, of all the chief you
3: reign
1: Sing it again with power With power
2: This is I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me and United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live united. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League.
0: Thank you for tuning in and spending your time with me on The Bright Side with Technicia. We are honoring Maya Angelou today, who was a prolific American author. She was a very great poet. There was probably not a quote that you could not remember, especially when it came to poetic um, Poetic Justice. You know her quotes Was in there too If you want to call in today Do so at 347-426-3751 And give us One of your favorite quotes That you admired About Maya Angelou Today We are honoring her Her spirit Will always live on in so many Take me to the key I don't have much to breathe. My
3: heart
4: I'm
3: tired,
4: options are few. I'm trying to pray, but where are you? I'm all church down, hurt and abused. I can't. To cry, even if I try, but
0: Take me to the king by Tamala Mann, and that's what the Lord has done for Angela, Ma- um Maya Angelou. Lord, have mercy, please forgive me. I did not mean to mess up the woman's name. That's what he has done. He has taken an angel to the king today. Now, a lot of you probably remember some great quotes about Maya Angelou, and we we all know we all. Know her autobiography I know why the caged bird sings And her poem on the post of morning, Which she read at President Bill Clinton's 1993 Inauguration ceremony And of course her witty and inspirational quote One of her best quotes That I really admire was We allow our ignorance to prevail upon us And make us think we can survive alone Alone in patches Alone in groups Alone in races Even alone in genders Maya Angelou she will, like I said, be remembered. If you feel like calling in, please do so at three four seven four two six three seven five one 3751 and give one of your best quotes that you admired about Angela. Angelo. Please do that today. Um, I can't say any more about her, but on and off, she was just an incredible woman. She brought so Much inspiration in people's lives It's just enough words can't be said about her today But if you do feel like calling in Please do so at 347-426-3751 Give one of your Maya Angelou's favorite quotes today Or give some inspiration on how you feel about her passing on On Blog Talk Radio with your host Technicia on the bright side with Technicia
3: No, i don't mind though to be great to no you want uh. to yeah yeah, yeah. Day, I hear my huh. name. feel me gonna what play play you gon' do I'm gonna play the going in the corners of my mind
0: We're praising the Lord's name and uplifting him in so many ways. As I said before, one of our angels has passed on. Maya Angelo, she was an incredible woman. Enough words cannot be said about her. What were some of your favorite quotes that you do remember? I could think of another one. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Don't complain. And that's a known fact of the day. If you can't make a change about something then maybe you need to change your attitude. If you can't do all that, then stop complaining about it. Call in at 347-426-3751 with one of your favorite Maya Angelou quotes today and tell us about what was your most inspiring moment about her or even if you have ever got the chance to meet her. Let us know that. But you are tuning in with me, Technisha on the Bright Side with Technisha, and I hope everyone is having a blessed, blessed day today carry on and make everything prosperous in your life. Don't have a negative aspect. If there's someone in your circle that's killing your dreams, depart yourself from that company today.
4: One of these moments
2: two jobs, and my husband works too. My kids go to school with your kids. I'm one out of every six Americans, and my family is struggling with hunger. I believe in this country, but it's hard to believe so many Americans have to choose between paying bills and feeding families. Visit feedingamerica.org and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those struggling with hunger. Together, we're feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. There are many sounds in your daily life. Ones that make you smile. (laughs) Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts. Now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
1: Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
4: Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month and soon enough it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it.
1: When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
0: All right. We're back on the show, the Bryce Tide with Technician. I have a wonderful encouraging woman on my show today. This woman is the author of the Secret Struggles of a Single Mother, and she is the CEO of Smooth and we will begin into that to tell you more about SMOOTH and what it stands for. Let's give our warm welcome to Betty Mayfield today. Betty, how are you?
5: I am doing fine. I'm very fine. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, and I'm glad that you're
0: kind of right in here in a, in the mix of it all, especially since we just lost a prolific American author, a poet, and a civil rights activist, Maya Angelou. He
5: yes. so is. Say-
0: you're right in that same boat with her. You're a strong, courageous woman. And I love and I love and sympathy goes out to Maya Angelou's family today. And as I was telling people, if they wanted to call in, give one of your favorite quotes that you liked, um, you can do so at three four seven four two six three seven five one. But, Betty, I, I do admire your book. I love it. Author of A Secret Struggles of a Single Mother. What exactly is your book pertaining to?
5: it's um it's basically a story of my life as a single mother like the different things but but my life is when I became a single mother, my struggle didn't, didn't start when I became a single mother. I looked back over my life and looked at things that I went through even as a child and how that transpired into my adult life, which caused me to not become a single mother, but caused me to continue to be attached to those different struggles. And I I named it Secret Struggles of a Single Mother because there's a lot of single mothers out there that are struggling secretly right. and, they, they, and privately, and they, they're ashamed and they're embarrassed. Well, that that was me just coming out the box like, look, I'm not going to be ashamed anymore. I'm not going to be embarrassed anymore. I need to tell my side of the story so people can see the real struggles of single mothers and the things that, you know, we go, to, go through on a day-to-day basis.
0: Right. Now I do understand that when you're tired on now of the secret mm-hmm. struggles of Okay, that all makes perfect sense. And then there are a lot of people who are ashamed. They don't want nobody to know that they're single or that they're actually have to survive on their own. Sometimes it feels like you have to do that even when you have a man.
3: Hmm. Exactly.
0: I think I think women out there can actually understand that from both ways. You got a man and you're still doing it by yourself. I I commend you so well. I do. Now mm-hmm. now the. Now the rise of a single parenting is having an effect on society. I I think it's it's rising consistently. Um, we have so many young mothers, um, teenagers now getting is pregnant. And, yeah, and and it's getting. Well, I don't want to say ridiculous because having birth is not ridiculous, but it's just that I don't know, Betty. Oh, what do you think? Maybe we should be watching our children more, or or what? Because. I mean, it's sad when I have to see a young girl who's nothing but 14 or 15 trying to,
5: trying to take care of a child on her own. Well, the thing about it is in our society, uh, if you just go back from generation after generation after generation, we, we all came from somewhere. We all We all learned by someone else. So it's right. like, you know, you can't judge the, the little girl for being pregnant. You have to look at who's her example. Who is she admiring? Who is she, who she's around? What, a, you know, what are what extracurricular activities? Because, you know, when I was coming up, we had extra extracurricular activities. We was active in the church. You had to go to church, and there wasn't no fussing or arguing about it. You was going to go to church. We had great foundation, a solid foundation to come up from. But now kids are not even involved in extracurricular school activities. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. I don't think they want to do. Is just stay at home or be in their in their iPhone on Facebook, Twitter, and different things like that. So as we look at how the generation is changing, we have to you know accustom not not so much as fall prey to what they're doing, but we have to start making changes to fit the, the you know the new age to better these uh the, these little girls and be an example to them to show them. You, Having a baby at a young age is not a good thing, you know. If I'm if I'm twenty nine, thirty, thirty two, and I'm a single mother struggling, what what does that look like for a fifteen, sixteen year old to have a child? You know, and the struggle is going to be even more worse and harder because you can't get a job, a good job, you know, and then you're trying to take care of a, of a baby. So I think it all just falls back to. Example, being an example, being taught—you know, us as mothers, as older generation, as you know, as ans- their ans- coming from their ancestry generation, we have to be an example and show the young girls the way, and that's thats what I commend Miss um, Maya Angelo, being that that example, that that rise above, be strong, right. act like a lady, carry yourself like a lady, be independent, be confident. You know, you're beautiful. You're you know, and that's. What young girls now need, instead of hearing the b word or you know you you just like this and you ain't gonna be nothing you ain't gonna you know speak life into your kids speak life into that girl whether you know or not if she's a neighbor or whatever speak life into her. Why
0: right. we got to start encouraging our teen girls and our boys as well. We got to put this self esteem back in because I think it's declining. Mm-hmm. Um, if they go to school, they looking at different photos in the magazines. They're confronted with all these teen issues that we don't even know, such as dating and sex. There's so much going on that have been teased and made fun of instead of being uplifted. So they're feeling, mm-hmm. they're feeling that, you know, being smart is not sexy, because I felt that same way when I went to school. If you was too right. smart, you, you wasn't as pretty as the other girls who were going out, sneaking behind their mother back, having sex. And that's how I felt. And now I get older, I see these same guys, and I'm like, Wow. <laughs> That's you from high school. No,
5: I'm married now.
0: No, it's just it's it's ridiculous, though. It's so much.
5: Right. And we don't think to look
0: at that. That's why I have to remember what I went through as a teen because my girls are only eight now. So I know when they get Mm -hmm. there, I will be able to understand. It's not easy being a teenage girl. It's not. Even being a teenager, period, it's too much peer pressure out here on us.
5: It's too much, right. Too much peer the bullying, down-talking people you know kids and, and and like i said it all falls back to being an example raising right their pieces i feel like we wouldn't even have bullies we wouldn't even have we wouldn't have low self esteem children if every parent was spend the time allotted, to, you know, the, the, the amount of time that they their children need to build them up instead of tearing them down. A lot of times people have issues. We, You know, we're so quick to judge people, but you don't, You never know what's going on in their household. And it's like in, in mothers, if mothers and fathers will take a stand and, you know, and and put the positive in their kids instead of the negative. Be, spend time, be there in their lives, you know. And I know some people, it's three jobs but you've got to make time because time is everything. You can go out and buy them those drawers. You can go out and get their hair and their nails done, you can go out and, and get some get some um, Levi's pants for your children. But that that, that doesn't amount to anything versus right. time.
0: Right. It doesn't take the place of you loving them. And a lot of people think that money buys everything. No, it doesn't because as a child, when right. they grow up, they will remember that and resent you later on. That's why I try not to work as much. And when I do, I, I do my best to try to spend all the time I can with them. Sometimes I'm going to be tired, but I I will try to make that effort. And I'm so glad they're out for the summer. I'm glad they're out for the summer so I can do all that. Now, what um, Betty, what was the hardest thing about being a single mother for you? I think the
5: hardest thing about being a single mother for me was the fact that I'm raising a a child a male child on my own I think it would have been a little more easier if I was raising you know because I'm a female I know about females and different things like that so I just think the hardest part was just me raising a male child on my own you know because I'm having to learn about the male like you know okay he's Seven. So what phases he going through now? I'm having to read books and research and get male mentors in his life. Versus, you know, if I would have had a girl, I know I know the ins and outs of a girl. I know the whole anatomy, the the biology and the makeup of a female. But you know, a male that was that was kind of new to me. So I'm just like, I think that was like the hardest. That's been like the hardest thing that you know the opposite sex is raising. The opposite yes. six in the opposite six coming together, and I'm trying to raise the opposite sex. Cause I never got the opportunity to ask
0: most of my friends, how do they even train a boy to potty train? Like that's that's totally different. I think one of my girlfriends told me she said I had to use a bottle to show him all this type of stuff, and I was like, that has to be the hardest thing ever, cause that's a man thing, is it? So, exactly. I can imagine raising a boy is so different see i I wouldn't even know the first thing, and I'm glad I do have girls so I could teach them the right way and I still be learning certain things of 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 how to take care of yourself correctly, so I just pass it on to my girls and they follow, they follow along now also in your book, betty um we talk about you defeating the poverty you went back to school and you established your own business as single mother but now between you and the father,
5: what actually happened between you and the father? Okay, well, um, we were together but he was like he was real he was controlling, he he was abusive and different things like that and it just it wasn't working out. It just something I decided that I was not gonna raise my son and what really just gave me the strength to walk away is when I was pregnant um, I went to like my four month checkup and they told me that the cat, the child that was in my belly was a boy. And I said, No, I got to leave now because I am not gonna raise an ano- uh, raise another abuser. I'm not gonna raise another disrespectful man. I don't want my son seeing his father do this to me and think that it's okay. So it's time for me to get up out of here and go. And I actually left him then while pregnant and everything. And it it was hard. It was a struggle because I'm like I never wanted to be a single mother. And I always, you know, because I come, it's like a generational thing. I come from a line of a, a, a whole lineage of single mothers. And I'm like, well, I just want I want to be different. I want to. Be married. I wanna but I just had to let that fantasy and fairytale tale go of the perfect wedding and the perfect man because I did not want that to be my life.
0: Why? Yes, because I seen the struggle. Um, well, I didn't see the struggle, but I read about it, especially the part of um he put a gun he put a gun to your head
5: to my leg. He pulled he a gun out over. on me when I was trying because he knew I was leaving, and he pulled a gun out. On me, and he pulled it because he he was he didn't want the neighbor because we was we was in the neighborhood and he brought me to my dad's house and the neighbors and all that was out so he didn't want them to see the gun so he pulled it to my leg and he mm-hmm. was um and he said are you gonna leave me and I was like um at this time I'm just like oh my god he really got a gun out on my leg so I'm like. What what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and I'm I'm asking. I didn't ever plead or beg for my life or anything like that. I just was shocked. I, didn't, I don't even know what I said or I. You know, but I told him. You know that if if he going you know if you gonna kill me just because you no know, he told me to get out the car and he was like no you ain't even worth me shooting like just get out the car and I'm gonna put a bullet in your back and I was like oh, oh you got to be a coward. For, me, for, for you to want me to get out the car so you can shoot me in yes, my face. Me. I said, if you're going to shoot me, let me look in your face and you shoot me then. And then he was like, um, get out the car crazy. You know you crazy, you know. And I'm like, you know, if it's my time to go, it's just my time to go. But I'm not going to sit here and stay in a relationship like that. So, you know, I get out
3: the
5: Exactly. And I get out the car and he's he, you know, I made it into the house. And I knew then it was it was over with. It was done. I couldn't do it.
0: Why right. ain't nobody has time to play that Russian roulette? You want to pull guns out on me, give me this ultimatum if I want to leave you? Now I don't have time. Who mm. wants to live? Well, I want to live in fear like that? Don't know when I got to look over my shoulder to see if you're gonna kill me. That's that's not that's not living.
5: That's no. Not that's not living. that's, that's right. But I but it. that's 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 how I be. I want like people to understand because a lot of people look down on single mothers, but you really don't know our story. I didn't choose to be a single mother. I don't think anybody chose well, yeah, I'm just gonna be well, Hollywood glam it up and try to make it seem like, oh, single mother is all this and all that but in a real life situation, no single mother chose to be a single mother. That's, That's just right.
0: ridiculous.
3: You
0: could lose your husband and be a single mother.
5: Anything
0: exactly. can happen. Yeah, I mean People don't look at that. We think the thing a mother by being the kind may you want with you want been off with this guy, this guy and now you don't know who the baby father. Is. It's it it's not the Murray mm-hmm. show all the time. People exactly. <laughs> we got It's exactly. not the Murray all the time. It, other events do occur to make this happen and and I'm glad you're on the show to make other women realise this to open up their mind as well as men. Man all the time just because she have five children left behind, you don't know what happened in her life. She could have just lost her spouse and now she's trying to do it on her own. So let's not be quick to always judge because we see it for what we want to see it as. And we don't wanna open up the book and actually read it. We just wanna okay. okay, I see the title and that's it. I I save the title, that's what it's all about. And no, it doesn't it doesn't work like that.
3: So mm-hmm. it,
0: going on how long did this abuse last between you and him
5: um it lasted maybe uh about a year a okay. year and a half going on two years
3: mm-hmm. what was it?
5: but it was it was it was not always like it led up to being physical it started out with you know um why are you wearing it? Why are you putting it on? Don't put no makeup on. You look better without makeup. Don't wear that. You need to wear clothes more loose. I like you with loose clothes on and, and wear this and wear that. You know, it was just like, you know, he was slowly kind of trying to pull me away from who I was and to wow. totally to, to depend on him. And, you know, even, even, you know, it got even to the point where, you know, he was saying, trying to pull me away from my family, but, but really just threw me off when he was trying to get me to stop going to church. And I'm like, What? That's all I know is church. How can you stop me from going to church? I met you in the church. Now you want to stop me from going So it was just like stage I say and it just sort of escalated, escalated. It was verbal abuse. Then it then it got physical and I'm like, No, I can't do this no more I know
0: that's right. That's why I said sheep being that that wolf being sheep clothing all the time.
3: You mm-hmm. never know.
0: I mean, and most of the time we think because we go to church, we, we meet Mr. and Mrs. Wright, make sure they're Mr. and Mrs. I'm
5: <laughs> church, honey. The devil, the devil was a Look part of the church, changed. too. Look how he changed.
0: Start so acting up, acting like a spider mm-hmm. monkey. I exactly. <laughs> <you>, mentioned. <laughs> I okay, I ain't got time for that. I don't. I, I don't have time for that. See, that's the kind of person, right there. You'd be on shot him in Tuesday. I don't have time for you jumping up every moment. You you hollering. Don't do this. Don't do that. No, go on somewhere and sit down. So, what was the mm-hmm. what was the family at for you at it, when all this was going on?
5: Where was the what now?
0: What was your family at while this was going on?
5: They were here. Well, okay. See, we were, we we moved like. Um, 30 minutes away from my family. So they were around, but at the same time when you're going through that, you're kind of embarrassed, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's happening to me because I was known as being a strong person and, you know, just, you know, but finally for a person to kind of get me to a weakened state, that was kind of embarrassing. So they were around. But at the same time, I was kind of trying to hide it, kind of in denial and different things like this. So I was kind of pulling myself away from them, if if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect.
0: It makes perfect sense. And sometimes when you do go, like you was just mentioned, when you go through so much, you don't want your family to be involved in everything. You know, you don't know how they're gonna take it. Don't know how they're gonna look at you differently. You know, cause. I mean, I think about certain things, too, in my family. Like, I have issues going on. Yeah, sure, they find fine and dandy with me, but if I tell them these issues, what perspective would you take it at and how would you look at me now? You know, so I do understand that. I think everybody can feel that on that matter. Now, um, so have you heard from ever since after that? <laughs> after the last time and you I heard from. Of- the-
5: you
0: said, have I heard from what now? Have you heard from Hello? him ever since? Oh, Betty? Uh-huh. Oh, I was asking, have you heard from him since you got that car from
5: that last time? Yes, I heard from him um, a few more times after that because, he, you know, he, he knew that he had put a type of fear in me, so he would come around and try to taunt me every now and then. But it took me to just stand up to him one day and I told him everything that was on my mind. And I told him, you tried everything in your power to destroy me. I said, but look at me. And I made him look at me in my face. I said, I'm still standing. I'm still here. Nothing you did nothing you did, um, destroyed me. I said, he probably set me back for a little bit, but I came back swinging. And I said, look at me. You can't destroy me. I said, you're not God. Only he can destroy me. I said, nothing you did harm me, hurt me, or anything like that. And I said, and I forgive you. I said, you can live and deny all you want and say that I'm I'm just hallucinating that none of this happened. I said, but I'm going to be the better person, and I'll forgive you. And once I told him that and I stood up to him to show him that that fear that you're trying to control me with is not going to work anymore, I hadn't heard from him since.
0: Why? My, you made me think about what's love got to do with him. When you told me at the end of the movie, I so said, what you going to do, Ike? What, what you going to do? You going to shoot me? What? What going to do? I mean,
5: come on. You're, you're yeah, you, just got to, you Some when <laughs> men do that, like Muddy Up, I seen a Muddy Up play. This was after the fact, and Muddy Up said, "A man that will hit you, he not he nine, nine times ten, he gonna hit a woman, and and, and if you tell him, you gonna call the police and all that. You watch watch how he react and respond, and you you stand up to him. And watch how he read. And that's all it is. You just, It's a matter of standing up for yourself. And for, and it was like, you know, I was always down in the prison and all that. But when I stood up to him that day, it was like I, I felt my old self coming back. relief.
0: Right. And it was a relief. That was a burden off your chest. It's like I had last straw. What are you going to do that you haven't already done to me? either you're going to kill me or not, because I'm still going to be breathing. My soul is going to live on. My spirit is going to live on. So what are you going to do?
5: Exactly. A-
0: exactly. Nobody has time for that. Like I said, nobody has time for that. You want to keep on talking junk. You want to keep on being abusive to me. Do what you got to do. If you bad enough, do it. If you if you bad, go, on, go ahead. Make a move. What's a move? No, I like the movie, um <laughs> the deal movie. No, I like the one. I think that was the family reunion where, um what was his name? What Brian Underwood played in mm-hmm. and put mm-hmm. that pop, pull them grits on them and then beat them with the skillet. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. I said, that's the way you do it. Pull them, on, pull them hot grits on them, and then beat them.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. See, you by putting your hands on a woman.
0: Right. Like, so if at any time in your life, did you ever feel self-conscious seeing other families with maybe two parents, Betty?
5: Um, I have plenty, uh, plenty of times, you know, um, and, and it affects my son when he see that, when he see, you know, because they have like father, father, son, they, at their school and give father come eat with your son and these things like that at their school or when they have a program and, and the mother and the father and the family is there, you know, it 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 always affect me in a way, but I don't let it stop me because I'm saying I I'm known to speak stuff into existence, call those things that are not as though they were, and I say, you know, one day Jordan, that's gonna be us. Just be patient. Just be patient. That's my son named wow. Jordan. Just be patient. One day we will be. Uh, we'll have that that meal in our life, you know. And I tell I mean, him, even if it doesn't happen, I am so satisfied with you. You know, I, I'm so grateful that God blessed blessed me to even have you. You you've been such an inspiration in my life. You know, so I I look at it and it kind of bothers me, but at the same time I have to encourage myself like it's it's not gonna always be like this. No, it's not gonna rain forever. Sunshine
0: will come exactly. out. I to keep on talking to him, even if at certain points of his life, he might don't understand, but he's going to look back on and say, my mother was very strong. I had a strong encouragement mm-hmm. in my life. And, you know, now times are really changing because what they do up in my children's school, they actually have uh, an event for the mother and son. And sometimes I feel, I do, I get a little and I'm like, darn it, I want to do stuff with my daughters because I, I have to back up because they'll have father-daughter dance and stuff, and then they'll mm-hmm. tell us we can't come in, and I'd be like, darn, I feel so bashful because I lost my father when I was seven, so mm-hmm. I feel
3: the, I
0: feel a little, I feel a sympathy part right there where you were saying where you saw other parents, the father with the son and stuff I feel that same way when I look back on my life I'm like, darn I didn't have I didn't have a father to go to the dances with me and i and that kind of made me feel different I, to my mother actually had got another man in her life, and then I felt a little better, but it still wasn't the same. I'm like, uh, it just made me cry and I think about it with them, I'm like, just be thankful you have a father.
3: And
0: mm-hmm. love him to because he's a good man, so just just love him. I know they like to pop off at the mouth, but I told him it's the only father you got besides God, so I think he definitely exactly. understands that you are a good, beautiful woman too, inside and out. Thank you. You're so welcome. So Betty, let's talk about
5: smooth. Where is where is smooth? Smooth is uh you said what is it? Yes. Okay. Smooth is a non profit organization catering to single mothers on every aspect of life, uh, and in uh home homeless homeless um homeless people. And we are just the people that love to encourage and you know single mothers We're a big group where uh we have twenty five hundred members from every walk of life. I'm talking about Africa, Canada, Arizona, California, different things and they're active active members. Smooth has three different sites. No, we have two sites now because well we have three but one one of our lady she's on maternity leave so it's, it's kind of down right now but we're located in mississippi and north carolina and california and um we're just trying to you know reach out to other single mothers letting them know that we're out here we're here to encourage you we have paid people bills you know we have fish fry fund wait a uh, fundraiser different events to raise funds to help other single mothers because i just do not like the fact that single mothers working three jobs, you know, or two jobs, going to school and different things like that. So we try to take some of the load off. And at the same time, we're not trying to handicap you. We're trying to in, in educate you also on the different things of parenting and how to be able, you know, bring a balance into your home as a single mother, you know, spending time with your children, helping them with homework and different things like that, how to discuss, you know, situations about sex with your children, drugs, you know. Um, Rape, rapist, milit- you know, we deal with real issues because we live living in a real world, so we deal with real issues. We don't try to sugarcoat anything, but Smooth is just like an encouraging, uplifting organization that tries to go above and beyond and help people financially, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Whatever we can do, we just try to, to do that.
0: And see, that's good. You're hitting it nationwide because it's all over. Mm-hmm. Mothers struggling to feed their children every day, and especially in these third world countries. So I'm glad that you're taking yes. it more than just just in United States. So that's good. I'm glad it's working out for you, Betty. I am. Thank an you. I- and I
5: forgot to say, "Smooth" stands for what it, the original name was: "Single Mothers Overcoming Our True Hurt." but I recently changed it this year to Single Mothers Owning Our True Healing because, you know, once you you attach something to your name, hurt, 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 every time we present or being presented is hurt, 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 coming out of there, I'm like, no, I don't want to keep on coming up and talking about hurt. Let's talk about healing, and that's the process that we try to do. We try to heal single mothers, you know, financially, mentally, spiritually, on every level of, you know, life.
0: And see, that's good. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm glad that you're doing this. I mean, we mothers out here need it. Um, do you have anything probably out there for fathers? Because you know, sometimes they be single parents as well. Well,
5: we um we welcome we welcome single fathers and different things like that. A lot of them just don't. You know, you know how men or they don't want to seem like they're weak or anything like that. But we, we welcome single fathers. They reach out and say, "This, you know, that they need any help or want some resources." Because what we try to do, we try to connect you to the right resources, the right people, and different things like that. We will definitely, we will definitely help.
0: Okay. Now, you know, one thing about when you watch TV, sometimes they make single-parenting lovely, especially with these shows. They come out um, pregnant at 16. I think MTV started, started doing those type of shows, and it was like, okay, now this is just getting ridiculous. And one way I did like when they showed it that it wasn't easy getting pregnant at a young age and that this guy, he may or may not be with you, but but they kind of paraded a little bit, making it yeah. look
3: glamorous.
0: So what are your thoughts on that, Betty?
5: Well, my thoughts is it's just it's false advertisement because if they was to really get a real single mother that's in the struggle and put her on M T V a lot of a lot of teen pregnancies will cease. You don't glam why? up something that's and promote something, not speaking bad on anybody, but why would you glam up and promote something that's not a good message to teens out there? You know, right. and then you have like the shows, like the real of uh, the Housewives of Atlanta and different things like that. And half of them, you know, going through the show, some of them were single or the hip loving hip. All them were single, but that's false. You have the you have money to to buy nannies and different things like that. Hollywood glam life is just a false replica of what a single mother really is. 'cause that's not really yeah, you know, one one in out of one in a hundred single mothers have that where they can they can afford this and afford that. But when you get down to the root of a real single mother that you know she can't she can't hire anything to take her child to soccer practice. She has to take her child to soccer practice, get home, cook, help them with homework, do this, do that. Wonder how the light bill is gonna get paid. What are, what are we gonna eat for tomorrow? And different things like that. So I just I don't I don't really respect what Hollywood is trying to portray. The life of a single mother is because it's not glamorous. It's not. It's it's days where you don't know. It's days you have to you got to pray and have faith and different things like that. That this will work right. out. That that will work out. That next Tuesday my life won't get cut off. That that I won't get an ev- evicted, you know. That you know yeah. that that's I can true. keep my two jobs. So that's just that, all that to me is is false.
3: Exactly. Where are the
5: eviction notices and different things like that? On that's what needs to be shown, and that'll probably encourage a lot of female a lot of young teenagers. Like, no, uh-uh. I'm gonna wait.
0: Right. And I completely agree, especially with the producing movies like Juno. And I admit, I I love the movie and the shows like The Secret Life. But these kids are thinking, like you said, it's okay to have a baby at such a young age. And with the teenage girls like, uh, what's her name, Jamie Lynn, who for some is a role modeler, getting pregnant, it's sad to say that many young girls find it okay.
5: And it's, it's not. Exactly. Exactly. And that's they sending out the wrong message. I mean, the wrong message. Not talking down on them or talking about them, but that's just the wrong message to be sending out. Like why why couldn't you promote a show where sixteen girls are, are trying to trying to do right in school in hopes of getting a, a school scholarship? I believe if the media was to put out more of positive things our generation will change also because i i really see that is monkey see monkey do generation why? Everybody wants Jays because this person wore Jays and that person wore Jays. And so now Jays is just like the new trend setter. Everybody wants, you know, MAC makeup because once she put on MAC makeup, she wanted it and she wanted And so MAC is just the thing now. So why can't we, everybody just sort the media some put out a reality show where girls are, are smart and where they read and they go to the library and different things like, why? you know, celebrity girls. So they can. Niche and bite off of that, you know, but they want to put out the, the, the hair pulling and the and the Brazilian weeds and different things like that, but not knowing that what well, they know, that they're not illiterate, that it's, it's polluting our generation. But
0: I know that we're getting short on our time there, but this is what I want to say. I know Hollywood makes it seem so glamorous, but also as a parent, we have to make that change. We got to stand up and say, no, This is wrong. Explain that to your daughters, your teenage sons, because I know some Mm -hmm. of these little shows that they they have on Nickelodeon, they'll have them, the boy kissing the girl. Let them know, no, that's not the right way. We have to make that change, too. But, Betty, um, can you give us your site that we can find you on social media and also purchase your book?
5: You can can go to facebook.com forward slash smooth 19 1985 because if I was to that's that's the that's the easy if I was to give the actual site it'll be confusing so you can go there and it'll link you to um the smooth site itself it'll link you to how you can purchase a a, a book you can or you can just Google it. It may Mayfield. Secret struggles of a single mother are just secret, and it'll, and it'll pop up like that. But the best way to just get any information, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash smooth1985 or email me, bmayfield5544 at gmail.com.
0: Well, bet I want to say I thank you for being on the show today. You are a you very having woman. So I, I wish you many blessings for you and your family.
5: Thank you so much.
0: You are so welcome.
5: Thank everyone
0: you. that everyone, this is Betty Mayfield, please go out and get her book today, The Secrets of Secret And let's keep in mind Maya Angelo, who's also another encouraging woman. I appreciate you so much for being on my show and tuning in and tomorrow I will see you at noon. And much love to you. You stay blessed and stay prosperous.
2: Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.